Are you a homeschool family struggling to teach your child? Do you wish you had access to a certified teacher that could teach your child online? We can help. The Homeschool Network now offers live teacher taught courses. That's right. Courses in all subject matters from math, science, English. Your child can learn in the comfort of their own home in a small class size with a live certified teacher. Visit the website, www.homeschoolnetwork.us. We keep classes small, maxed out at 10 students per class. Hurry, space is limited. Visit the website to reserve your space today, www.homeschoolnetwork.us. Gather round for story time! Yay! Story time! Near the edge of the Liberian rainforest on a hill overlooking the Cavalry River was a village of Kundi. Its rice and cassava fields spread in all directions. Cattle grazed in the grassland near the river. Smoke from the fires in the round clay houses seeped through the palm leaf roofs. And from a distance, these faint columns of smoke seemed to hover over the village. Men and boys fished in the river with nets, and women pounded grain in wooden mortars before the houses. In this village, with his wife and many children, lived a hunter by the name of Ogalusa. One morning, Ogalusa took his weapons down from the wall of his house and went into the forest to hunt. His wife and children went to tend their fields and drove their cattle out to graze. The day passed and they ate their evening meal of manok and fish. Darkness came, but Ogalusa didn't return. Another day went by and still Ogalusa didn't come back. They talked about it and wondered what could have detained him. A week passed and a month. Sometimes Ogalusa's sons mentioned that he hadn't come home. The family cared for the crops and the sons hunted for game, but after a while they no longer talked about Ogalusa's disappearance. Then one day another son was born to Ogalusa's wife. His name was Puli. Puli grew older and he began to sit up and crawl. The time came when Puli began to talk, and the first thing he said was, Where is my father? The other sons looked across the rice fields. Yes, one of them said, where is father? He should have returned long ago, another one said. Something must have happened. We ought to look for him, a third son said. He went into the forest, but where will we find him, another one asked. I saw him go, one of them said. He went that way across the river. Let us follow the trail and search for him. So the sons took their weapons and started out to look for Ogalusa. When they were deep among the great trees and vines of the forest, they lost the trail. They searched in the forest until one of them found the trail again. They followed it until they lost the way once more, then another son found the trail. It was dark in the forest, and many times they became lost. Each time another son found the way. At last they came to a clearing among the trees, and there on the ground scattered about lay Ogalusa's bones and his rusted weapons. They knew then that Ogalusa had been killed in the hunt. 
One of the sons stepped forward and said, I know how to put a dead person's bones together. He gathered all of Ogalusa's bones and put them together, each in its right place. Another son said, I have knowledge too. I know how to cover the skeleton with sinews and flesh. He went to work and he covered Ogalusa's bones with sinews and flesh. A third son said, I have the power to put blood into the body. He went forth and put blood into Ogalusa's veins, and then he stepped aside. Another son said, I can put breath into the body. He did his work, and when he was through, they saw Ogalusa's chest rise and fall. I can give power of movement to a body, another one said. He put the power of movement into his father's body, and Ogalusa sat up and opened his eyes. I can give him the power of speech, another son said. He gave the body the power of speech, and then he stepped back. Ogalusa looked around him. He stood up. Where are my weapons, he asked. They picked up his rusted weapons from the grass where they lay and gave them back to him. They then returned the way they had come, through the forest and the rice fields, until they had arrived once more in the village. Ogalusa went into his house. His wife prepared a bath for him, and he bathed. She prepared food for him, and he ate. Four days he remained in the house, and on the fifth day he came out and shaved his head, because this is what people did when they came back from the land of the dead. Afterwards he killed a cow for a great feast. He took the cow's tail and braided it. He decorated it with beads and cower shells and bits of shiny metal. It was a beautiful thing. Ogalusa carried it with him into important affairs. When there was a dance or an important ceremony, he always had it with him. The people of the village thought it was the most beautiful cow tail switch they had ever seen. Soon there was a celebration in the village because Ogalusa had returned from the dead. <laughs> The drummers beat their drums, and the women sang, and the people drank much palm wine. Everyone was happy. Olga Lucy carried his cow tail switch, and everyone admired it. Some of the men grew bold and came forward to Ogalusa and asked for the cow tail switch, but Ogalusa kept it in his hand. Now and then there was a clamor and much confusion as many people asked for it once. The women and children begged for it too, but Ogalusa refused them all. Finally, he stood up to talk. The dancing stopped, and the people came close to hear what Ogalusa had to say. A long time ago, I went into the forest, Ogalusa said, and while I was hunting, I was killed by a leopard. Then my sons came for me, and they brought me back from the land of the dead to my village. I will give this cow-tail switch to one of my sons. All of them have done something to bring me back from the dead, but I have only one cow-tail to give. I shall give it to the one who did the most to bring me home. So an argument started. He will give it to me, one of the sons said. It was I who did the most, for I found the trail in the forest when it was lost. No, he will give it to me, another son said. It was I who put the bones together. Well, it was I who covered his bones with sinews and flesh, another said. He will give it to me. 
It was I who gave him the power of movement, another son said. I deserve it most. Another son said it was he who should have the switch because he had put the blood in Ogalusa's veins. Another claimed it because he put the breath in his body. And each of the sons argued his right to possess the wonderful cowtail switch. Before long, not only the sons, but the other people of the village were talking. Some of them argued that the son who had put the blood in Ogalusa's veins should get the switch, while others said that the one who had given him breath should get it. Some of them believed that all the sons had done equal things and that they should all share it. And they argued back and forth this way until Ogalusa asked them to be quiet. To this son, I will give the cowtail switch, for I owe it to him the most, Ogalusa said. He came forward and he bent low, and he handed it to Puli, the little boy who had been born while Ogalusa was in the forest. The people of the village remembered then that the child's first words had been, Where is my father? They knew that Ogalusa was right, for it was a saying amongst them that a man is not really dead until he is forgotten. Bye, thanks for visiting.